Welcome to Astrology Today, airing from the beautiful Sunshine Coast and the Cassette region, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahoma Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. And of course, joining me as usual is astrologer Jill Kirby, who hails from Victoria. And let's see if we've got the sound right. Hello. Yay! (laughs) And I have to remember to eat the mic because otherwise I'm not all that terribly audible, apparently. Enunciate. (laughs) Enunciate very clearly. I can do that. I can, I can. So what are we up to today? We are up to the infamous month of August. Why is it infamous? Well, um, as Jill suggested, we should probably start with the new moon that occurred just a day ago, because it shows the dynamic, wonderful tension that is currently in the air. So just a little aside before we get chatting about this, if you want to follow along with the uh, visuals, uh, they're up on my website, uh, www.cardinalastrology.ca. You go to, to the podcast tab and it's episode 145. So up on the screen, we have what is called a grand cross, which means all of the fixed signs are being triggered. So that would be Scorpio, that would be Aquarius, that would be Taurus, and that would be Leo. And there is, who's not in this? Only Jupiter and Venus. The two benefics, of course, are nowhere to be seen in this configuration. (laughs) So that's just sad right now that the benefics can't even you know sort of ease the load at all yeah but interesting that you know mars rules the sign that jupiter's in and jupiter is stationary yes that's true that's true and um venus rules taurus yes yeah and and venus and jupiter are squaring each other (laughs) (laughs) just noticing that yeah, yeah. So let's think about that for two seconds. So although Mars and Uranus are about to do the dance um, to its crescendo, maybe Venus and Jupiter are helping. But how would you help Mar, the war god, meeting up with the guy in charge of chaos? What would well, be helpful? Yeah. I think you have to look at the fact that the new moon is also trining Jupiter. True, true. And Jupiter is stationary. So again, it's sort of, it's um, bringing in that hot energy of Mars and (laughs) Leo. You know, Jupiter likes to make things more, so. (laughs) Yeah, so more war, more chaos. Yay. No. Also, you know, Jupiter likes freedoms. Leo likes fun, you know, I mean, let's have some more fun. Let's, let's enjoy summer. <laughs> yes, well, yes, exactly, exactly. And way off in the distance is someone hailing, but try to be safe. <laughs> I was, no, I was noticing in the news today, um, CBC was talking, uh, they had um, a thing about 
um, the unusual amount of drowning deaths because um, in the last two years, people, I guess, have forgotten how to be safe in the water. Yeah, yeah. That would be that little bit of Neptune who's way off there in the mutable signs. He's the only mutable, isn't he? That's right. Yeah, he is. Though interesting, though, that Neptune and Pluto were they're sextile each other, but they're not really involved with anybody else. No, exactly. And that that, that particular. <laughs> yeah, well, that is true. We don't really need to add more fuel to this configuration. Um, and it is to be noted that um, there is this huge group of people who have that Pluto sextile Neptune. Um, yes. Yeah, there's, but that well, is going out of phase here shortly. And um, yeah. And it'll yeah, be they, they, a, a while before that ever repeats again. But both Jill and I and people born in the 50s and the 60s. Well, all, yeah, it yeah. was going on for a really long time. Yeah. Because yeah. they're both so slow moving. But yeah. they went out of that for a bit. But now they're sort of back to. Yeah. 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 But yeah, they're, they're not part of this whole. The rest no, of they the aren't. Time. They aren't. Right? They're just sort of separate from it, which is interesting. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And and also the um, the other aspect that Jupiter has is a semi square to Saturn. Mm -hmm. So and the fact that Jupiter is stationary at the time of the new moon, I think, is significant. Oh, totally, totally. It, yeah, he's turning turning to go retrograde. He's going to back up to the last degree of Pisces again, and then go forward full steam into into Aries. Yeah. Aries. So we do get a brief Jupiter, Neptune, Pisces download moment later. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what month that happens in, but uh, yeah, it's obviously not for a moment. End of October. Okay, there you go. So and a little bit about a fixed cross. Um, and so one of the things we can say about fixed, any kind of cross um, Grand Cross, which is four planets, obviously with oppositions and squares to each of the corners. Uh, this one does involve the uh, current uh, eclipse signature of Rahu and Ketu. Uh, and so obviously this is a preview of the grand finale in the fall. Um, but uh, Beginning of October. Beginning of October is when the eclipses start, yeah. First week and a half or so of October, they, yeah. they, Saturn and Uranus will both be at 18 degrees. They won't be to exact to the minute, but they will both be at 18 yeah. degrees. Yeah, so that, that'll be the season finale. <laughs> well, <laughs> and that's leading into the eclipses, so. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It, yeah, this is all very... Yeah, and so when you have a when you have a cross, um, the good thing about the cross is the fact that the challenges are out in the open. They're um, they're not covert. They're not subversive. It's like everybody tries to go through the intersection at the same time from all four directions, and the ensuing smash up in the middle again is not. Uh, it's not blind, it's obvious. And one of my takeaways from that when I see a person that has this type of, like, so somebody born on July the 28th, we, we our hearts go out to them. <laughs> but, um, you know, so with, within that dynamic, 
the one piece that works that makes sense to me is to respect the differences. Um, what would you say about how to work with, and this could be in any of the, the you know, quadruplicities. Well, and, I, and I think the thing to look at with the Grand Cross is to see if there is an outlet for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and Mars is sextile in uh, Venus. Mm-hmm. And um, Venus is trining the south node. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the new moon itself is that it's not part of the grand cross but it is it is trining jupiter so you yeah. know it's so you when you see a, a a fixed cross or a cardinal cross or a mutable cross you look for an outlet yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and, and so how do how do you see the outlet what what job does it perform well i think it because when you have fixed cross, it's it's a closed system. Yeah, right. The energy can it's very dynamic, but it needs an outlet because otherwise the energy goes just going round and round and round, you know, opposing and and squaring, but not. So you get like the standoff in the middle. Make it make it, you know, something helpful. Right, right. So you get the standoff in the middle. I actually witnessed the once in downtown Toronto, where. All four lanes of traffic had come to a nose-to-nose in the middle of the intersection. (laughs) It's just like, and what do you think you're going to accomplish? So what you're saying makes total sense. There has to be something outside of that configuration. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you do have that, that stress and tension in the moment. Yeah. Even, even the ones that are the trines and sextiles that aren't part of that. Or at least giving a way to, you know, have uh, have some ease and flow that can help see things more clearly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So on a on a personal level, um, what we're coming into this first week of August then is maximum tension, and uh, unfortunately, the moon, the sun, and Venus will sort of keep dragging this out for a good 10 days, um, keeping this tension, you know, the jam up in the middle of the city. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, and I think, as I was mentioning, that the thing I noticed was that in this Grand Cross, we have Mercury opposing Saturn, so yep. filling in fourth leg. Yep. The other planets are slow. I mean, the nodes aren't very fast, and no, even Mars no. is not that fast. Mercury's fast, so, but it's going to be replaced. <laughs> yes, exactly, by the Sun and Venus. Yeah, by the Sun. The, the yeah. So it's it's kind of like dragging it out. Shifts, shifts right? Yeah. So what's being highlighted right now is Mercury, which is information. Yeah. That's part of what's you know. Yeah, creating creating a lot of the tension. the tension. Yeah, right. You know the information we get. The, you know that creates a lot of tension for people because too much for one thing, but yes, also yeah. just just well, and in a in a fixed, what we've got is competing. And again, you if you picture those cars stuck in the middle of an intersection, everybody's shouting a different message. You know, trying yeah. to be the dominant one. Yeah. Well, and there's a stubbornness with fixed oh, signs. with fixed signs. Yeah, it's like I have the way, the truth, and the light, and you don't. Yeah. So it's it's I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what Mer- this Mercury and this fixed 
yeah. yeah. It's creating more division, more yeah. Yeah. arguments, whatever, because yeah. of the intense energy that's yeah, that's yeah. that's in the air right now. So you know, there's guys, one clue for guys are supporting Saturn's end. You know the status quo, what is, and all that stuff. Or are you supporting the Iranian piece because that's really what this is about? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So. And that's on that's on a big scale. So on a personal scale, though. So know that if you enter into an argument, yeah, maybe just turn around and go, not today, not today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's where this this sudden moon trying to Jupiter brings a, a bigger picture. Ah, yes, yeah. Step back Mercury, and go. Mercury, Mercury is, can get lost in the details. Yeah, yeah. Too so much information and trying to weed through it all. And but I'm right and you're wrong. Whatever. Yeah. But Jupiter can have the eagle's eye view. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's part of that. That's yeah. Really. Yeah, that's going to help in this next week to, yeah. yeah, take the step back and go, you know, I need a bigger picture here. I don't need to just, yeah, get caught up in this traffic jam in the middle of the intersection. No. Yeah, because no. that's not going to accomplish anything. Yeah. No, no, and, you know, like, agree to disagree. Yep. Doesn't, you know, you don't make other people wrong. Yes, Exactly. Exactly. Plus, nobody really has all the answers. No, they, they don't. Problems. That's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we all have opinions. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. And yeah. beliefs, but we yeah. don't know the truth, capital T, truths. No, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Right? That... So it's about keeping your mind open. Yep. Which is Jupiter, right? Yes, exactly. And, and, you know, like I say, the fact that Jupiter is stationary is really kind of gives it more power in this Yes. What oh, totally. Already, totally. Yeah. So it is already a very dynamic chart. And it's also ruled by that Mars. So it's like, you know, they're connected in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Okay. So literally, just to start us into the month, um, the actual conjunction between Mars and Uranus at 18 degrees with the North Node actually happens on August 1st. Um, and what's today? So is that tomorrow? Do we Sorry? have, is it tomorrow? That is August the 1st? No, Monday. <laughs> Monday. Okay. So this is part of a long weekend. Um, and so be incredibly careful of not getting caught up in, you know, some sort of angry, irrational or, you know, rash action, um, uh, so everybody, you know, count to 10 when they're on that, in that ferry lineup. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else could it be? Um, well, I think the other thing to, to, to be aware of with, well, from our perspective on this is that it is the North Node. Yes. Which is kind of a more, it's got a more positive that in modern in modern vernacular yeah. totally in hellenistic absolutely not it's yeah, it, yeah. It, they yeah, they see the the nodal axis as just being um yeah. you know one is con constriction in terms of unexpected changes one is expansion so the north node is expansion in unexpected ways 
Yeah. Well, and, they don't and, put a pot you know, sort of spin on it. It's also about expansion. So, you know, in that sense, I think we, we tend to think in terms of expansion being somewhat more positive. And also in yeah. modern terms, the North Node is more where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the South Node is letting go of what's been. So this is about what is our future? And Jupiter's very much about that as well. Right? Yes. Yeah. So I think that's part of the theme of this is... You so know, we might see some sudden revelations possible. that point towards a possible future. Yeah, and, and yeah. also let's not get lost in the details of this moment because yes. in the bigger picture, yeah. we need to focus on where we want to go. Yeah, yeah, get the ship turned in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's, I think, the positive takeaway from this. Is yeah, and, and in the in meantime, mind. in the ferry lineup, breathe. On Monday, and, and you've got that sextile Mars to Venus with the new moon, at least, and so that's kind of moving into this with uh, there's a little bit of grace there somehow, <laughs> <laughs> or sexual tension that could create the ultimate orgy. <laughs> anyway, speaking of ultimate orgies, that would be on August the second. We have Venus sextiling Uranus, obviously sextiling Mars and the North Node. Um, that could be the inception of all sorts of entertaining people coming nine months later. And well, what also, I think also about family, you know, family. Yeah. I mean, she's in. She's, she's, in she's in cancer. That's true. That's true. So a family gathering could be quite dynamic. Yeah, and she's yeah, not, good point. Not squaring these guys. She's no, sex she's sextiling. Yeah, and it's it's like let's focus on the family of, of you know a bigger picture of yeah those you know, hmm. who want to come together to make things better. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Now Mercury, I'm just gobsmacked at how fast he's going. So on August third, he's already into Virgo. It's like yeah. whoa, he's just he just zipped through. Uh, Leo. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So what is interesting at this point, because from this, you know, from August the 3rd, you know, the other, um, obviously, the moon will have left, but the sun and Venus will be very shortly catching up to this grand cross. But now we have a Mercury that is at its height of occupational excellence, because when Mercury is in Virgo, not only does it rule Virgo, but it's also in its exaltation in Virgo. And so all of the dot connecting can actually come together uh, for a while here yeah. until it catches up to Neptune and then it all goes for crap. Well, but it's, but it's before it goes to the aspect with Neptune, it's going to try trying that. Yep. Uranus North Node. Thing. Exactly, exactly. So again, it's sort of, yeah, kind of bringing more more awareness and clarity. I think. Yeah. Venus can bring clarity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, August 7th, uh, Venus, who is still in Cancer, will then trine Neptune. So this is one of those sweet moments. Um, August the 7th, do you have a calendar there? What day is that? Hmm? Do you have a calendar up by any rare chance? Do you have a calendar up? Uh, no, I don't have a calendar up. I have my ephemeris in front of me, though. Okay, so what is the 7th? 
It's the Sunday. It's a Sunday. Okay. So spiritual spiritual download in the face of Mars squaring Saturn. Right. Because Venus and Cancer will then be trining Neptune. So that's really sweet. But in the backdrop is this harsh moment of Mars squaring Saturn. Right. So this is putting maximum movement into a system that wants to just stay put. Yeah. Well, yeah, but but Mercury's trining Mars, is it not? Uh, not until... No, I don't mean exactly to the minute. I yeah, mean... oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, roughly speaking, yes, it would be. Well, I don't know. You've got the ephemeris there. Well, Mer So the yeah. 7th, where, where is Mercury on the 7th? Mm, no, no, I guess not. Yeah, I didn't think so. He's fast, but he's not quite that fast. Okay. But, so, but it's going to do that before it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be part of the month. Totally. Okay. So on August 8th, uh, Venus, who is now sort of starting to pick up speed, um, she will be opposing Pluto. Um, and, you know, that's a moment where power dynamics within face-to-face uh, -face style relationships, partnerships on any kind of scale, whether that's at home, personal, on the global stage, um, there can be uh, this moment where who has the power. Yeah. 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 And she will be trying Neptune then too. Yeah, exactly. So confusion. <laughs> Um, August the 11th, um, the sun enters into this grand cross, um, and Mars at the same, same time now has moved out, but still we have Uranus and Saturn in that grand cross and the nodal axis. And so the sun starts with a square to Uranus, and then by the 14th, so this is pulling those three days together, but the 11th is the... Yeah, summer. yeah. So I'll get to that. I'm just outlining the outside and then we'll pull up that chart. Yeah. Um, and so the tension that is right here at the beginning of the month gets reawakened. And like she says, this is the full moon. So let's pull it down. But the full moon itself is actually out of the cross. The next one. You have to go to the next one. You oh, yeah. I got them in the wrong order. I am sorry. I do too. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. So here we have it. Um, it's exactly squaring the nodal axis. Uh, yeah. So it is totally part of that same tension. Um, there is, well, I don't know. Pluto is helping Mars maintain the tension, um, adding a bit of confusion from Neptune. Yeah. But, and well, Mars is still part of that. Too. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah, and you it's know. pulling Pluto into the picture, which is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. You know, it's squaring yeah. Saturn. So, yeah. yeah and this whole, is a this is a Thursday. Saturn, so yeah. Let's put on the brakes, kind of thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's and again, looking for the the release points here. We right. So, yeah. So, well, so you've got you've you got, got Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. Virgo trining. Yeah, that'll help. Uh, Jupiter, I don't know. Jupiter isn't really, well, it says there's a trine between that and the sun, but that's a, that's a pretty, no, that's from Chiron. That's not from Jupiter. I don't think Jupiter making anything 
nobody's low enough in degrees. Jupiter, yeah, Jupiter, the only thing Jupiter's got, the, the um, Saturn is semi-sextile, semi-squared. Right. Yeah, so not so very it's, potent. It's, but it's still part of that square dynamic, right? So, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. there is a bit of outlet there, yeah. 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 But the trines and sextiles are what we want to look to, I think. And yeah. Mars Mars has the sextile to Neptune. Yeah. And um, yeah. And the trine to Pluto, which may or may not help. <laughs> but what's interesting here too is there will be one definite qualitative shift, and that is Sun Moon. Um, this is could be very anxious, could be very depressed, could be yeah. Saturn Moon is not a nice combination. Um, to add into this uh, tension. Um, yeah, well, yeah. you know, the tension will have gone on for quite some time. Yeah, so, yeah, it'll be starting to wear on people, uh, I would so think. It's, I think people are just going to feel kind of worn down by it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, tension. exactly. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's almost like the pressure is being put on us. Yeah. In a big yeah. way. In a big way, um, yeah. And, and you've got Mercury, actually, it looks like a... Sesquiquadrant, yeah, which is a square and a half to Pluto there. So. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, uh, so um, around the eleventh, so this would be like the second week of August, finding a really quiet—well, not necessarily quiet, but you know, some way of removing yourself from the general chaos out there might okay. be a plan it is summer you know go camping yeah. um, unless it happens to be like my eldest daughter that's your birthday <laughs> oh no so this is her solar return oh my dear oh my dear yeah, uh, to her solar return. Yep. yeah yeah this well our hearts go out to her <laughs> and yeah. anyone else <laughs> that has a birthday around august the 11th this is Oh, well, <laughs> we do get these from time to time. It's it's not as bad as the one this spring where Venus was enclosed by the malefics, right? Mars yeah. on one side, Venus in the middle, and then Saturn. Yeah, that was, for the folks that have, that I've watched with that solar return dynamic, it, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you have a year that's just not pretty. It happens. And Venus has just moved out of that yes. time with Neptune. I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's now in Leo, and yeah, she's ready to party. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I think that Mercury trying to the Uranus North Node is, we might get some clarity, which would be good. That would be good. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the Sun pulls into an exact opposition with Saturn, while Mars does its exact trine to Pluto. Uh, so this would be a releasing moment uh yeah. especially the mars trying pluto that that would be your releasing in this yeah i think that's what's good what this will be like i think it's you're gonna have build 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 of tension and then a little bit of release and yeah you know that kind of thing yeah. so it's yeah it's uh which yeah. will will feel stressful to some people yeah sure. oh like i said in my little bio for this month um you know cut anybody with heavy fixed signatures in their chart cut them some slack because they're yes <laughs> she puts her hand up so do i <laughs> you know we're fielding this energy directly um you know because it 
I guess if you had stuff at the beginning of the fixed signs or at the very end of fixed signs, you're kind of not necessarily right in the path. But if you've got stuff near the middle, yeah, yeah like from 10 to 20, yeah, yeah, you're in the thick of it. Yeah. Okay, so next one is August 16th, Mercury trine Uranus. We could look for some exciting um, realistic, because Mercury is in Virgo, uh, revelations about some ways to move forward. Um, yeah, there could be some like announcements of yeah. innovations. Yep. Could be very, yes, a little bit of excitement that is positive. <laughs> yes, yes, yay. So nice. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be totally nice. And then yeah, so we have this little sweet moment in the middle here. Um, so from the 16th through to the 18th, because on the 18th, uh, Venus, who is now in Leo, she will be trining Jupiter. So the 18th, oh, that's the day I leave to go to a wedding. Yeah, so that'll be a, there's a good day. <laughs> Yay, it's always good to have one day in the month. No, no, I'm teasing. But that uh, couple of days there should be actually, you know, the, the tension in the backdrop may have sort of relaxed enough that, and I think it will, because by the 20th, Mars leaves the fixed sign group. Yay. Um, and we should spend a minute or two to um, talk about this Mars ingress into Gemini. Yeah, well, I think it's interesting that, you know, before it leaves, it's it's going to do it trying to Pluto. Yeah, yeah, which that was the, the 14th when Saturn was opposing the sun, yeah. So that's kind of finishing up on a more positive energy, of like yeah. maybe ways to use that energy in a more positive way. Yeah, yeah. That does move us forward. Yeah. And then as, so Mars in Gemini, Mars likes to be quick. Mars, you know, um, it can move, it can cut through stuff. Um, it's, yeah. So you put it in Gemini and the whole thing speeds up with a touch of irritability if you try to stop the momentum. Yeah, and it may, may be a, um, bigger scale, uh, you know, a whole lot of information that suddenly... <laughs> oh, God, like we need more information. But yes, no, it could be just this floodgate opening. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, you know, yeah. Try, and keep, try and keep your post po focus positive. Yeah. Because yep. we have to be aware of that you don't know... No, no. Neptune is still in Pisces. The airwaves are not clear at all. I will be so happy when Neptune leaves Pisces. Yay. Um, and so, but the other interesting thing about this ingress of Mars is he's going to be there. So people who have mutable signs, especially your Gemini, you know, charts, um, he's here until March. He will be stationing and, you know, tracking back, but he stays in Gemini. Uh, for that whole time. And so, yeah, people with... It's going to station, yeah, it's going to station at the end of October, which is when we have that around the time of the... Uh, First eclipses? Eclipse. Yeah. In 
Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So again, it's going to be part of that action. Yeah. Well, and likes to be where the action is. <laughs> well, and it will be in the airwaves, right? Um, and so it's the rhetoric. It's the um, any forms of communication. I had to laugh. One of the announcements today that I saw on the news was, um, you know, so Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter and he reneged. And so Twitter is suing him. So now he's going to counter sue. And you're just like, wow, one should be a lawyer. <laughs> you know, this is just, lot. it's insane. <laughs> But a lot of it, I think, is also distraction for us. Well, whatever. I mean, it's... So, so for me, I think, you know, keeping yourself focused on what's important to you. Yes, that is true. That is true. And, and also, be, you know, during that Mars retrograde, we're going to have Mercury retrograde in September. Yes, we are. We are approaching. So this would be... Is this the third one this year or the second? No. Right. It's, going to, it's going to retrograde back into Virgo yes but is there another retrograde by the end of the year I don't think so. Mercury um or is this the third one for the year it's yeah it retrogrades right at the end of December oh okay okay yeah and so you know the the lead up to this um you know with the precision right now that you know at, by this point in the month that mercury is offering you know when it hits that retrograde though it's going to be okay we actually need to reassess all this download and of course by now by then so mars goes in on the 20th into gemini and so it will be working with that mercury that's retrograde um oh that you know i bet the start of school is just going to be like a gong show well yeah they're both mercury will be in libra and you know basically trining mars and yeah yeah but better than a square (laughs) that's true that is true yeah that is true an aspect to each other I'd rather have the trine than the square that is true that is true um and so mercury you know because it's ticking right along prior to its station in September it will oppose Neptune on the 21st I'm so is the 21st a Saturday uh 21st is a Sunday is a Sunday so it's the day after the wedding yay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's not going to be part of the wet first wedding that I'm going to. It's not going to be part of that chart. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah. That Mars goes into Gemini. Well, it, it's for, so the dates that I have are set for P, PST time, right? But it, I don't give the hour that it, that it happens. Yeah, so they're very yeah. close together. Mars ingress it's, it's into Gemini. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. And Mercury I'm, opposing yeah. Neptune. Yeah. Yeah, I think the other thing to notice, too, is when the inner planets go over that 18 degrees. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. uh, Which Venus will be doing uh, in August. Yep. That is true. Okay, so on the 22nd, um, Mercury will have advanced far enough that it will now be opposing, no, trining Pluto. 
So there is an excellent opportunity to sign an agreement to, um, you know, put your case forward. Yeah. Do do research. And to do research. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got something you want to know more about, that's the time to really dig deep. Yeah. Find out stuff you didn't know was buried there. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And so that comes with the sun's ingress into Virgo. And so the whole play mode shifts. Yeah, as it yeah. always does. As it always does. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, oh, back right, we've got back to, school. back to school, all of that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> okay. So on August the 24th, Uranus itself stations and turns direct so it's been on this 18 degrees and it will continue to be on this 18 degrees for a while yeah because it stations at 18 yeah on the 25th uh mercury it ingresses into libra and this will be so does it actually during its retrograde back up to virgo or not does it hit pluto again Yeah. yeah yeah Okay. Yeah, it backs up to uh, it backs up to twenty four. Oh wow! So it will For, actually do. Oh, so it will. The, be on that degree that it is when it's you know aspecting Venus this time, and it'll be trying opposite uh, Neptune. Yeah. It'll do. It'll do the trying to Pluto again. So again, yeah. you know, more opportunities to really dig deep, learn more. Yeah. Yeah. And then to not be confused because it will also be opposite Neptune. Dig well, deep and then get lost trying, in the sewer. <laughs> and I think the trying to Pluto kind of could help that. I think. That oh yeah, it, yeah. One can hope. Yeah. What you learn might inspire you. In that is true. There is an upside to Neptune, Neptune and Pisces. It can also be very inspiring and yeah, and open you up to new possibilities that you haven't considered before. And yep. Yep. <laughs> no, no, we have to find some positive in this right at the moment. Well, you know, I, it's important. I mean, yes, it, it's uh, to me, Neptune of the outer planets is probably the most difficult because it is intangible. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's a very tangible world. Yeah. So I think that makes it a difficult energy for us to master or wrap our heads around because there's nothing to wrap it around. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, um, exactly. But at the same time, that's where our imagination, our creativity, our, you know, our ability to see, you know. Yeah, the, and, and it's also the group mind on some level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where you tune in. And, um, you know, I, I looked at some charts here just a little while back, um, pair of twins who have uh, Mercury in Pisces. And... Um, you know, just trying to assure the grandparents that, you know, it is it is not our traditional way of thinking about how the mind works. But that doesn't make it wrong. It makes it no. amazing. No, and it's more about feeling. Yeah. It's yeah. more about perceiving yeah. things through how it feels to you. Yeah. Because it's a water sign. Yeah. And also, I think, yeah, I think that um, that opposition of Mercury to... to Neptune can keep us from getting too locked into mm-hmm. logical detail, you know, yeah, uh, kind of thing. Yeah, and so you get that moment where 
all of the facts are laid out, but the individual pieces don't necessarily sp speak to the whole, but w when you add Neptune, it can. So this is almost like that, um, oh, it's not an analogy, oh. but the little story about all the men who are blind and are feeling uh, an elephant, right? Yeah. You know, so you add Neptune and that can give you that gestalt where you pull all the pieces together and something comes out of it. It's also connection to spirit. Yeah. Know, yeah. The essence of who we are rather than the physical, you know. Yeah, container. And, and that's an important thing that's kind of out of balance right now. Yes. Yeah. And I think that Mercury opposite to Neptune might help to, especially with the trine to Pluto. Yeah. Get a little more balance around that. You know, yes, we need information, but we also don't want to lose track of that essential self, that spirit that is within us. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so August 25th, Mercury goes into Libra. Uh, and then the 26th is uh, Venus is now squaring Uranus and the sun is squaring Mars. But this is, these are from, yeah, so the Mars sun square is in mutable signs and obviously the Venus squaring Uranus is in the fixed signs. So, and that's just before the new moon. So I am gonna pull up the new moon so that, cause that will give us the visual yeah. of where we're at. Yeah, so there's Mars off by himself in a mutable sign. Uh, well, but but this, that new moon is like exactly square. It is. I just seen that. Yeah, yes. Ha. Right? Huh. So from from the start of the month, which is like a fixed square, um, to that outlet, which is a mutable square. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, that that this is actually kind of an unusual chart. Yeah, because Venus has taken up that fourth leg of the exactly, exactly. He is trining um, Chiron. Yep. And well, yeah, yep. Trining Chiron, not so Jupiter. What what's Jupiter doing? Well, I guess Jupiter is. I'm not sure it's doing anything to anybody other than there's a loose opposition to Mercury. Well, yeah, Mercury opposite it, which is not a bad thing. No, no, it's not very kind tight, of, but it is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Giving a little expanded awareness, yeah. perhaps. So, you yeah. know, I mean, this is just so classic. Um, the new moon, the first new moon before school starts, right? <laughs> Everybody is in that, you know, getting their ducks all in a row to start a new year. It's almost in some ways, it's interesting because we say the new year on January the 1st, but in some ways, just with the rhythm of Western society anyway, um, yeah. this is kind of the start of the new year. You know, yeah. everybody yeah. goes back to routine and school starts and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 I think, well, we have those arbitrary things that we decided. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so there's going to be a lot of motivation to, you know, because Mars is supporting that new moon of starting things. Um, Mercury is trining Mars. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah. So this the new moon. Yep. But you've also got that trine from Mercury, which is yep. So there, there can be, I mean, obviously Mars squaring it, there can be some clashes, but, um, you know, Mercury will help to point out, you know, both sides. Well, and, especially Mercury and Libra, right? Yeah, well, exactly. It, it, it's going, it's calm down. Yeah, calm let's down. Both we can, sides. Let's yeah, not get, you know, yeah, that yeah let's not get too carried away. And then lurking in the background. And Mars is sextile in Jupiter. Yeah. So again, you know, let's get let's look at the bigger picture. Let's not get caught up. You know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. In those, in those new details. <laughs> yeah. So that the that pressure cooker thing at the beginning of the month. Now it's not gone, definitely, um, but it isn't our central focus at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. Um, Venus isn't, she's not at home in, in Leo at all. So. No, no. And she's, she's very close to that opposition with Saturn. So yeah. it's not yeah. a happy place either. So, no, so yeah, no. it's, it's again, there's tension for yeah. sure. And there isn't, a, there isn't an outlet, an easy outlet. For, for any this, of for that. This. Yeah, no. So, no. Yeah, I think that can feel... Hmm, yeah, maybe. so it's readjusting to, you know, the roles that make the start of, you know, the classic new year. Yeah, it's like sorting yeah. all that out, who does what, and yada, yada, yada. But Meanwhile, also, for some of us, we're going to be at a wedding that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think that, okay, so one o'clock... This could be the wedding chart of my grandson. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, and Venus has <laughs> just finished coming off that 18 degrees, right? That, yeah. Yeah. You know, she's, she's again, it's that 18, 18, 18. It's 19 this time for her, but yeah. just barely. Just and barely. So yeah. It's really, really, in, it's like, don't forget. <laughs> so the, the longevity of his marriage, um, I mean, the bonus of a fixed sign thing is, and with Saturn being part of, uh, let's say, a marriage chart, is it does have cement. Whether it's good cement or not, yeah, that's that's open to discussion. But it does give it cement. Um, yeah. So, and Jupiter is close. Where's the midheaven in this? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still Jupiter is in the 10th that helps that helps yeah 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 so yeah it might work <laughs> you know Mary, this is they're both i believe 30 so you know they're both also doing their saturn return so that's always an interesting moment to get married oh yeah okay darn we still have 10 minutes I know, I know. There's a lot to look at for this month because there is, there is. So, um, uh, okay, on a grander scale, uh -huh. then um, you know this kind of fixed tension um, is possibly, and and we talked a little bit about this before the show started. Um, is the undermining of the established order of things 
um, you know, if there isn't enough pressure on something that has been so stable for so long, um, you know, there's no way you're going to make it collapse. But it is this type of pressure that we're seeing here in the beginning of August and that, you know, the the next hoorah of it so it's not done but we could see some significant cracks in the foundation well, I, th I think so as i yeah. say it's, it's all leading up to the the final square between saturn and Uranus, and yeah. that is the changing of the guard that's the you know but <laughs> it is the breaking down of that yeah yeah Corporatocracy with Pluto right at the end of capricorn and all that stuff yep yep and yeah and i think the interesting that the, the first Grand Cross had Mercury, you know, it's like people getting some perspective on that Saturnian, you know, entrenched world, world order kind of thing. That, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we should question this a bit. Maybe we should look at it a little more closely because yeah. it may not be serving us all that well. And I think also that, you know, we have that Mars North Node uh, Uranus and really we're seeing so much going on in the world right now with farmers you know you know they're trying to take their land away and it's like we got nothing left to lose now this is a truly grassroots movement that's happening yeah yeah and that's that is yeah huge. food food insecurity is top of mind for a lot of people right now on a grand scale there's a lot more of us than there is of those so always has been always has been elites yeah want to control everything you know so their their grasp their grip on things may be getting more tenuous yeah which is you know they've had it far too long and yep and we need a new model yeah that starts from the ground up because the foundation that it's standing on now is not sustainable so we need right from the very bottom up you know, and when, when we've got the middle degree of the fixed signs, like the north node is nearly on it in this yeah. chart, last yeah. chart, um, that's, that's the midpoint. You know, again, it's activating the zero Aries axis. Right, yeah. Right? By a 45, yeah. 45 degree angle. So yeah. that's, that's an important piece as well, because you've got Mercury here. Yep. Just past that world axis point. Yeah. Yeah, for at the new zero, moon. Yeah, at the end of the month. The zero degrees of labor point. Yeah. Which is going to go forward, go back. You know, yeah. Yeah. Three times. So, you know, this is, it's, there's a message in that. You know, yeah. That we need to, you know, not just individually, but come together more collectively, which is, you know, Uranus and Taurus is very, and especially conjunct the North Node, we need to come together and work together. And yeah, yeah, on the North Node. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, that, you know, that I think is really significant. And the fact that that's getting hammered so hard. <laughs> <laughs> First Mercury, then the, the Moon, Sun, Moon, and then... Yeah, then and then Venus, and yeah, yeah. And then finally, in, in the beginning of October, we get the, the final square yeah. for... And it, um, it stays there. It stays within less than a degree of that square for, I think, a whole yeah. month. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Until we start getting the eclipses. 18, um, Uranus will back up to 17, well, and then Saturn stations at 18. So. Yeah. So within yeah. a degree. Bam! 
on that 18 degrees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes we can we okay so as we're joking you know so for the you know the people who have you know three degrees around 18 degrees of fixed signs i slowly put up my hand and so does jill (laughs) (laughs) you know it's um it's not over until the fat lady sings (laughs) (laughs) you know and so yeah but you know that as we were saying, that that self-proclaimed elite group have been doing this for a very, 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 very long time. Yes, centuries, and one could like even say. Waking, waking up, Uranus is waking us up to the fact, oh, how come they're doing that to us? What gives them the right? <laughs> Maybe we should do something about that. And there's a lot of us. Maybe we can. Yes. You know, yeah. that's what's happening. You know, people are just... They, you know, it's a great awakening that's going on, which is kind of exciting, but it's going to be turbulent, of course. Yes. Because yeah. that Saturn's not going to let go easily. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah. So, yeah, my yeah. dear, where we have, just so that folks know on the radio, we have one show, I think we have two shows in the can. Do we have two? Yes, we do. And so whether you get us live and in person next week, probably, maybe, I don't know, hard to say. Anyway, um, we will come up with something to talk about. We will come up with something. (laughs) If not, you might hear the episode in which I walk through those three um, Time Lord things put together that's one of the shows that hasn't aired yet um what's the other one the one that you did on writers yes that oh, one is quite exciting oh, yes. the other thing i was thinking was like when i was when i was taking uh psychology courses in university because i'd been into astrology already yeah 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 i i was looking at these different schools of thought in oh yeah yeah okay and, okay you know, I think I even said to one of my props, you know, well, you know, astrology was around long before psychology. Of course, they laughed at me. Yeah, but of course they did. Basically, you can see the, where the theory emerges from. Oh, okay. That would be an interesting show. So oh, I, I like that. It would be an interesting one to do. Yeah, you're on. You're hired. All these different schools of, of you know, beliefs about what, how yeah. work. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. In my, mind, in my mind, they've probably each got a little corner of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. It comes out of who they are and their experience and what you know. Well, and and true, it would also come out of the the big outer planet dynamics that it was birthed into, right, or out of. Yeah, that would oh, yeah. be a, an interesting component I of it. That might be an interesting. Thing I think it is. I think you might be just telling us what we're going to talk about next week. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do this so well. <laughs> okay, folks, I I think we can call this show a wrap. So um, remember to breathe, especially the first seven days or so of August. Um, and that the tension is everywhere and 
you know, it'd be pretty hard to miss it. Um, and so yeah, try not to feed into it. On positive, right? You know, I mean, yeah. keep breathing in, looking at nature, yep. you know, yep. going to what gives you pleasure and and support. Yep. You know, yep. and, and, you know. It is summer. Have fun. Yeah. 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 Enjoy. <laughs> exactly. Enjoy life. <laughs> Okay, so for those of you that are on the radio, uh, you have been listening to CJMP, Cathat Region's community radio station. And uh, thank you for listening, and we will uh, see you next week. Bye, Bye. Jill.